And now, it's time for that great new game show. It's the PowerShell Podcast. It's all about PowerShell and the PowerShell community. The PowerShell Podcast. Something new, something revolutionary. And now, here's your hosts, Jordan Hammond and Andrew Plaw. Hey everybody, welcome back to the PowerShell Podcast. I am the reason that you are all here, Jordan Hammond, and Andrew Plaw is also here. Yeah. That's how it goes these days. Big time in an after summit, man. I I flipped the script on you. (laughs) We need that sometimes, man. The world needs balance. But you know what? We're here to intro an amazing episode that we recorded while we were at summit. And we were thinking, Jordan, do we do one episode? Do we do two? A really long one or two? And you know what we did? We asked the people. The podcast of the community asked the community. We do your bidding. You said two episodes. Here we are with the first one. By Um, 80%. One of the two episodes. People like what they like, and I respect it. All right, but we figured while we are doing this, we still want to give quick updates on the current goings-on of the community. Some stuff's been happening, dude. What did we just finish doing at the time of recording this? Today, we might have had a little special webcast. We did, yeah. We did a webcast with Jason Helmick, Sidney Smith, Stephen Booker, and Mm -hmm. Danny Martins. Boom. All on the PowerShell team, and they just basically gave a quick rundown of things they're working on, what's currently new or about to be new in PowerShell. I loved it. It was oh, it was awesome. I had a front row seat to a whole bunch of my heroes. It was pretty awesome. My mind was blown. They yeah. each had such cool things to share because they're kind of each uh, product managers of slightly different parts of of PowerShell. And oh my gosh, some of the stuff that Jason Helwick was showing with PS Readline, I was like, oh my gosh, jaw dropping to the floor. Why am I not using these features? Um, yeah, so that is going to be just live on YouTube. Check it out, show notes, right? Absolutely. Awesome. All right, I want to uh, tell you one thing that came up in the chat during that, because um, we did a YouTube live stream every Thursday, and this time it was PowerShell, but in the chat, someone was like, um, check out PS Coons to learn PowerShell. And I was thinking, I was like, hmm, you know, I've been talking for a while about helping beginners and trying to figure out that problem. And I'm thinking about doing a interactive recurring PS Coons. Let's learn together. Because um, PS Coons is a awesome project where you learn PowerShell by solving, making scripts work, fixing things. Um, and I think that being there, it could be a useful thing. So if, if you're interested in learning PowerShell and uh, maybe attending some of those, hit us up at PowerShellPDQ.com, and I'd be curious to hear where you are and, and how to make that best. How's that, dude? That's not bad. All right, last one. There is a module you've been very, very high on recently. Yeah. I wanted to share a little bit of a little bit of the sauce, a little of the secret sauce, that the awesome projects that we're kind of interacting with with the community. I gave a talk last week at Summit about terminal user interfaces, and I wanted to share a really cool project you can use, and that is the graphical tools projects, and in particular, the Microsoft.PowerShell.Console GUI tools module, which includes one very, very, very cool command called OutConsoleGridView. Now, if you've been listening for a while, we love OutGridView. Well, OutConsoleGridView takes the grid view and puts it in your console or terminal where you're typing PowerShell. And you can do a lot of cool things with it. Um, build really cool TUI tools kind of thing. So I will have a link to that in the show notes as well, Jordan, won't we? Yeah, absolutely. Amazing. And I do know that you are concerned where these are uh, 
pre-recorded bar sessions that you wouldn't have the opportunity to flex your shill muscles. And, you know, if you don't use it, they atrophy. <laughs> so what we're going to do is we're getting the opportunity to shill early. Man. So, uh, Andrew, t- take it away. You know, I shill to my family, too. I, my son still won't listen to the podcast, but every chance I get, I, I plug us. Um, I think he's following me. But, yeah, thanks for listening. Well, you're about to listen. Maybe you've listened so far. Awesome. Like, comment, subscribe. Give us a little friendly five-star review. Maybe say something nice. Share us with your friends. Share us with your mother-in-law. Share us with your children. Um, everybody needs PowerShell. You can follow us at PowerShell Pod. I'm at Andrew Plotek. He's at DevOps Jordan. And anything else I need to say? That's pretty much it, right? Enjoy the interviews. We got some awesome guests for this one. Oh, some awesome ones, man. It's great. Great chatting with these people. Great hanging out with the week. Uh, thanks to them for joining us. Welcome back to PowerShell After Dark with, I don't know, the, from the PowerShell podcast. I've already botched it. That's okay. I'm going to keep going with it. Yeah, we're here. It's dark. Only we're actually recording this during the daytime. It, it, it's noon and we're not in a bar, but it's, it's basically the same thing. Some of us have to be responsible individuals. That's right. That's, for those that are listening in, this is our guest for this part, John Junell. Yeah. Uh, Often referred to. We've talked about him a lot of times. Yeah, oh. Many times. I, I appreciate any of the recognition. It's it's humbling and pretty amazing. So you are, out of everyone we see that helps run this, the most active. You're, you're everywhere. Around. I, I see you running somewhere more than I see you doing anything else. You're uh... <laughs> I enjoy being the glue. Um, there's something that I really enjoy about having a focused task to accomplish. So I know that Mike Robbins is going to need a TV and there's just, there's some joy in it. Honestly, it's, uh, you know, people who dance when no one's watching and you're doing it for what you like to do. And this is a very pleasant change from my day to day. So I just lean in all the way and it's, it's a hoot and a half and heck, I want to get my steps in and man, I've, I've, I've broken 20 K a couple of times wow. this week. So I, uh, I know why my dogs be barking as they say. Yeah. We, we mentioned to, to John, Don Jones, we're talking about overall summit from when he ran Ooh, it. The and, Don. Yeah. And, and we said that you were over the, the food and it was an instant change to respect is like, I don't think people understand how much goes into oh, yeah. that process. So it's again, I'm going to say this numerous times. I do this because this is fun for me, uh, because my my regular job is very serious, and lots of crippling responsibility, and you can dig into the imposter syndrome in that. But um, you know, planning meals and hosting people is one of the most rewarding things that I've ever experienced in in my life. So I was in the Boy Scouts when I was younger. Um, I'm an Eagle Scout. So was James, kind of fun fact. Oh, I saw that, yeah. um, Sean Wheeler, also really? in the club. Is, is it mandatory to be an Eagle Scout to uh, help help run the summit? Uh, no, it's not mandatory. We, we take all comers, and it's really great when we have people from differing backgrounds. But uh, for me, getting people together and whether it's having a party or celebrating someone's uh, like success or birthday, that's one of the greatest things. And, and I find... Some folks have a little bit of hesitance around that and I like to just lean in and do it. So like way back in high school, I would say I'd get some money from a tech job and I'd be like, Hey crew, we're going to Nick's house. I'll buy the pizza. Because again, in 1994, 
when you're side hustling as a high schooler and someone's paying you a couple hundred bones to do like set up a BBS or anything like that, you, uh, you have market power and you distort things because high schoolers shouldn't be able to buy like five boxes of pizza. That's, there are some laws that are broken there. So anyway, good times, but, uh, I like the food. So again, I would deference to John, Don and, uh, and Chris, they did a lot of the food prep. And so we kind of had a run book and some of the things about that, but I really enjoyed working with, um, Gretchen, who's our uh, events manager at the Marriott here, uh, hosting summit. And you just have a menu and unlike being with a big party of people when trying to pick appetizers, I was only, I was only worried about myself. And I was like, what would I be excited to have? What's, what's the balance of salty and savory and sweet. That's going to really excite people and, and give them a good meal. Cause we want you and, and any attendees in the future, uh, to A, find something that they want to have, B, find something that they want to try and, and leave them with an experience of communicating and, and hanging out with folks that are interested in what they're interested in. So food is, food is a gathering and I like, like making sure people are having a good time and it's my, it's my Jimmy jam. Hey, we're talking community type stuff. I mean, bringing people together, sharing a meal, it's such a human thing. Yep. And you know, we said it before when you aren't here, but your attention to detail on the meals goes very much appreciated. Nice. And it's no mistake that so many people have such, such positive things about this week. You know, you mentioned getting all your steps in and all that. So um, really appreciate your work. It's been such an enjoyable week. I found out least. I really like gaffer tape because I knew of it. And then I requested it because we, you know, we have spare extension cords to do things. And uh, I asked uh, Adam, who's the uh, uh, Encore lead tech. I was like, Hey man, you got some, I think I need this gaffer tape stuff. Cause we gotta, we gotta post up our TV upstairs. So when we welcome guests, he's like, I got you. And so I got this big, massive industrial roll of what looks like super duct tape, but oh. it comes up pretty easy. So, Hey, I got to, I got to play that. Like I was a stage hand. Someone said, do you know, John, that you're the best boy? And I said, one day, I want to be the best man. <laughs> so anyway, it's a fun time. I, I, I get a hoot out of it. So now you mentioned this is different than your day job. Yes. So what context are you using IT and interacting it with? I, you seem like a manager type. Uh, so my full title, and I will say this without embarrassment. So people who have met me before know I have a hard time doing this, but I am the associate director and principal IT architect at Western Washington University in enterprise infrastructure services. So I run two teams. Uh, one team is responsible for telephony. So teams and SIP faxing enterprise voice. Um, and then my other team is a team of a blend of traditional windows system administrators and DevOps automation engineers, uh, and they're responsible for our public and private cloud identity infrastructure and anything that's not the network. Okay. So Jordan, you and I have your elevator pitch prepared all the time and just be ready to go into it. Cause that was amazing. I'm convinced. Can I hire you? Is there, should I start so something? I, I, I liked, uh, hearing all that. Cause he said, he joked about imposter syndrome. I have imposter syndrome just hearing your title. Yes. So that's a thing is that you often will find, well, I mean, not often there I'm making an assumption, but you titles are an interesting thing because if you think back to, you know, the, the halcyon days when, you know, I'm a DevOps ninja, that's easy to say, easy to laugh about and doesn't have a lot of context, but 
at the same time, you give someone a handle and it sounds like responsibility and sometimes it actually is. Um, so it's a title and, uh, that's why they gave me engineer. They, everyone knows I'm not an engineer, but they gave me engineer in my title and I'm feeling pretty important about it. It sounds, I, I, I have never had a position where I had engineer in my title. So hats off to you. Although I'm sure my dad would say like, well, is he a structural, civil, electrical uh, content? Yeah. Content engineer. I like that. I like that. That's a, I'm down with that. You said managing two teams, right? Sounds yes. like you're a people guy. You have to communicate with people to get yes. things done. Just pick, I'm curious, you got one piece of advice for dealing in a work environment with other people. Um, if you had to pick one little piece of advice that maybe you remind yourself of or anything like that, I know put you on the spot here, but no, no, I'm, I'm just ready. curious because I know you flourish at those skills. So I'm trying to learn. So I think recently um, I've been reading a book uh, called Talent. And if I was smoother, oh. I'd know exactly who wrote it. Um, but I, I cribbed it from the financial times. Uh, they have good book reviews and good book recommendations for folks who present as managerial types. Uh, and I, a lot of reflecting on how people want to be perceived and how you want to recruit and identify people. It's very important to, in a way, leave no stone unturned and look where others maybe have overlooked because everyone wants to be the hero of their own story. And that is not an exclusionary thing because Jordan, you can be the hero of your story and I can still be the hero of mine. And there's not necessarily any competition in that conversation because we can help each other because folks want to be recognized for what they do well, deliberately, and especially in IT, with how transactional so many things are, people want to put a quarter in you and get a, re a result out, not unlike a PowerShell module. Uh, but what we don't do is say, thank you, make eye contact and recognize publicly the contributions that other people make. And this is, this is meaningful and I find it slightly cheesy, but it's at the same time it, it bears repeating uh, or mentioning. Microsoft Viva Insights and the recognition options that it puts in teams to recognize people, super powerful because anything that you can do to reduce friction in the recognition of your team members, cash money. Very true. Um, we don't use that at work, but having that type of thing be encouraged and have systems that drive people to encourage the, the feedback and the, yep. it goes such a long way. So yeah. I love that suggestion. Yeah. Great tip. Cool. And also to me, you know, we mentioned, I've mentioned it so many times lately, psychological safety, it kind of plays into that, right? Yeah. You create this safe place where people mm -hmm. are more open to communicate and collaborate. Ultimately, one, better lives for the people, right? Less stress. Two, more money for the business, more things done, mm -hmm. more downtime. It's just good for every angle. Yeah. I love that kind of stuff. Are you ready to get a little bit? I'm going to go with a serious question here. Sure. Early in the summit, uh -huh. you made me cry. Uh, been an exhaustion-based fugue state. I walked straight to the food when it wasn't open yet. And you were very, very mean to me. Uh, just justify your actions. You have to hold the line. <laughs> oh, so this is the thing is that <laughs> we have passionate and engaged people in the community and attendees who don't necessarily want to follow the rules. And unfortunately, or fortunately, I need to make sure everybody adhe adheres to the rules because we don't want P 
people to feel excluded from what someone else is getting. So, uh, even though I know you and, and really enjoy your company and, and your jovial laugh and, uh, and I really appreciate the podcast. <sighs> yeah, dude. And I respect that. I don't want that I, special no, treatment. I, I didn't break a rule, but, uh, you know, less tears in the future. Hey, fair enough. <laughs> I would have been, if, if you would let me know, I would have at least gotten a towel for you. Oh, yeah, um, I appreciate that. Cause no one likes a sober. <laughs> Major weepa right there. Major weepa. I, I will, I will say after having that meal, I was right to try to jump the line. Yeah. Why are we talking? I'm hungry. I'm hungry now. We're recording I just, I also want to point out to, to all your listeners is that you can have better meals at home. Okay. Just, just a pro tip. Maybe the daylight that's between what you eat at summit and what you have on a regular basis, there could be a little less between those two. I'm just, I'm just I'm here to offer, you know, and if you need links to like good YouTubers to follow, to get some cooking yeah. basics, I, I feel like nutritionally we could improve the lives of so many people. Good. I mean, we're cooking podcasts. Nutritionally, like I, I cook, but I don't do anything healthy. Oh, fair enough. Fair enough. Start with a stick of butter go from there. <laughs> Hey, lean into what you know, Andrew. Right. I mean, delicious. I, I, I didn't really cry. I think they know that. Because <laughs> <laughs> it would be sad to make a, a grown man who is literally a foot taller than I am cry. I, I just, I could do food. a lot of things, but I don't know if I could do that. <laughs> no, that was, uh, I think, and this is good for me. The only time that I can think of I humiliated myself, which is good because it means I've, sh I've grown as a person. That's what's up, man. I, dude, we all have, and it's been, I can just say for me, I know this is John's podcast, but man, it's been such an awesome experience to watch you grow from last year and to see you doing so many awesome new things. I think I'm still the first one to bed most nights. No, no, no. I can, I can justify and, and, and validate that that is not the case, Jordan. All right. I'm a party animal. Who knew? <laughs> so what else do you want to know about summit about anything? I mean, Hey, so I guess what, what drove you to decide to, this is what I want to do. It was, did someone reach out to you or did you reach out saying I'm interested? So for summit. Yes. Okay. So I was, I was a fool. Um, so I, I think, so I've attended a lot of tech eds until they stopped being tech eds. I attended, attended all the ignites, uh, all the ignites they've had so far. So I have seen, um, PowerShell unplugged a lot. Okay. And that was originally with, uh, Jeffrey and Don. So, uh, got to know of Dawn and, you know, again, I had engineers that I had sent to the PowerShell summit and they came back and they're like, Hey, there's probably people you should meet. And at the time I was our, um, Skype and link administrator and the PowerShell there is, is really important for, for doing work. And I also knew of, uh, uh, DBA tools. So there's a giant constellation of databases that help run a Skype environment and a link environment. So it's good to know and good to have database manipulation tools. And again, in the PowerShell community, wh why do I want to do it with a GUI? Ooh, gross. Uh, when I can copy and paste a whole bunch of things together and make a big script block and just paste it into a console and get things done. So, um, my engineers came back and they were like, Hey, you should go to this. And I, I'm kind of, not kind of, I'm a helpful person. So they asked for like, Hey, anybody want to help set up or anything like you, you just participate. So I remember first year, like sort of meeting, you know, it's just like one of those hangers on, which now when I see people who are hanging on, I like 
recognize. I'm like, hey, yeah. I really appreciate your help. I'll try to remember your name because I know occasionally what it's like to not do that. So anyway, I helped organize badges and some other things uh, and, and just try to be a helpful person. Because again, I wasn't doing my regular job and organizing badges is pretty low key and all right. those stickers as far as the eye can see. And this was back with, at the Maiden Bower. So, you know, fast forward a couple of years, James starts running uh, PowerShell Summit and he reaches out to me and he's like, hey, you're local. None of us are. Ooh. Now, I want to say, I want to qualify local. I'm within 150 miles of Bellevue. Uh, now, if you ask me, John, what's your preferred environment? Not Bellevue, which we like low-key call Bellifornia. Uh, I think it's slowly becoming a weird food desert. So I, he's like, can you do this? And, and I was like, oh. And I'd like to say I had you know some sort of, sort of large soul-searching event, but I was like, heck yeah, I'll do that. That sounds like a hoot. And he's like, handle the hotel handle the meal, make sure we have the right things, uh, and just, just be ready to help. So again, I got to know Missy better. I got to go know James better, uh, Mike Kanakis, big shout out Mike, uh, and just have fun with all of it. And this year, um, uh, Kevin's helping out. It's, it's great. So I got to meet a bunch of people that I knew of and, and sort of, sort of knew who I was not that that mattered, but it just, it was something for me to do. So anyway, it also had the plot twist of I could come and work at Summit, connect with people in all the down times and spend all my time running back and forth to plug things in. And I'd still free up slots for my engineers to attend. So I was a freebie in a way. Uh, and then we had more budget to send people who needed to connect and learn things. Um, and so I've used Summit as both a place to meet people uh, and as a place to targetedly send my engineers to go learn things. So we use um, PowerShell Universal Dashboard. Okay, well, I know Adam. And that means that it's a frictionless sort of uh, interaction because I'm like, hey, Henry, who's the engineer who works on my team that does PowerShell Universal, I'm like, Adam's going to be at PowerShell Summit. Make sure you hit up a session. Or if you've got questions, remember, you know, he's available in all these different methods. So, um, you know, we work in this space and it's a, an opportunity to lower barriers and uh, show investment in my staff. So, and they have a good time. There's that yeah, too. Yeah, it's a great time. Yeah. So. Awesome. All right. Well, thanks for taking the time to talk to us. We love, love coming to Summit. It's always an amazing experience and you're a big part of what makes it oh, a great thank experience you. for everyone. It makes a big difference. Cheers. Cheers. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to PowerShell After Dark on the PowerShell Podcast. Yeah. We have our first guests of the night, day three of Summit. We've got Clayton and Nick. Hey. How's it going, guys? Explain yourselves. I'm, I'm, I'm here for the beer. That's <laughs> what, yep. Why PowerShell? Why not? In three words or less. He already did it. Yeah. Why not? Why not? I'm lazy. Wow. That's a great one. How is he so good? That's a great one. Wow. Yeah. So, Clayton, this is your first summit. Correct. How is it meeting your expectations? Above and beyond. Above and beyond. Heck yeah. It's a lot to Honestly, learn. Everyone's been so like helpful. It's been informative. I mean, it's just been a great experience so far. Nice. Now, I know it's not your first because we talked last year. We did. That After was, dark. Uh, last year was first time, but this yeah. year. I'm a I'm two time Tony two, two time. time yeah the two time reigning <laughs> champion yeah heck yeah 
No, but, it's been it's been great. Um, I've been a lot more comfortable this year. Uh, the first year is kind of shock almost like people right. are really really helpful but you're like you don't know quite where you fit in and then yeah. you come back the following year and it's like hey i remember you let's have a chat and it's 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 even better the next year you follow up yeah you kind of it rocks your world the first year because you're like wow i've never experienced something like that and then the second year you're kind of you know a little bit more what to expect you can kind of pick up where you left off the previous year you got friends already it's it's awesome uh but so clayton you said this is your first summit how did you hear about summit so actually, I actually heard it from you guys. <laughs> the shills? We did the it. The shill, yep. Honestly, it's that's, nice that the shill is paying off. Do you know which was, one? Which shill was it? It, was, it had to have been one of the first ones. Okay. And then just over the time, like, I really got to go to this. Like, yeah. And then just like hearing from the people that are coming on, like some of the the other interviewers or other interviewees, um, all talking about it as well. It just seemed like a great event to come to we have yet to have a guest that said that's ah, all right right it's, like, it, no everyone agrees it's amazing it, yep. it's just hard to wrap your head around it if you haven't experienced something like this because right. you know we've been tooting the horn and banging the the drum about how great it is and we wouldn't lead you astray dear listeners we wouldn't do you wrong and honestly like you guys are, you could even sell even more and still not do enough justice it's hard to put it into words. It really is. See it to believe it. It's quite the experience. I like the first time because always you always at least hear once, like you walk up away from a table and someone comes by is like, do you know who you're just talking to? Right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, sure. <laughs> His name was Joel and he was delightful. Right. <laughs> it really was. <laughs> we need to get an interview with Joel Bennett while we're here. Absolutely. But right now we are at the Wednesday night social event thing at this cool bar that has top golf and mini golf. And there's a room where people, it's like a quiet room for RPG. People are doing some role playing in a group setting. It's pretty nice vibe. Yeah, we're, we're done learning for the day. We are done learning for the day. We are probably going to end up forgetting a couple things. No, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to take it easy. I'm going to remember all of it because I have to go, I have to go back to the hotel room after this and finish writing about it oh that's why you take good notes <laughs> I take good notes <laughs> speaking of good notes what is the number one best thing you learned today starting with you nick man oh uh, today yeah that doesn't have to be really today just what's something I, that kind I of is about ps type names today that was that uh, today i learned i did not know about ps type names and being able to basically use those for your ps custom objects so yeah love it that was in Joel Bennett's talk was it? Yep, sure was. Joel had a lot of gems in that. I think I don't remember the full title of his talk, but it was basically about like best approaches to writing your code for shareability yep. kind of thing. And uh, he knows his stuff in a way about PowerShell that very few do. Mm -hmm. And people like him and presentations like that to me are part of what make this so special is that that talk that he gave could be reference material for any team that's using PowerShell. Yep. Oh, definitely. Oh, it, it covers a lot. If you go watch uh, Stevie Coasters from a couple years ago, he did oh, yeah. he did a similar talk. He just approached it in a slightly different way. But between those two, it's it if it will give you a great start on making sure your module gets adopted. Definitely yeah. will. He talked a lot about try catching and handling errors and basically getting your module stuff in a in a starting point. Not necessarily what you're going to end up with, but kind of templating out that kind of stuff to make sure that you're starting with good practices. Yeah, definitely. And that's something that we need to think about, right? As a community, as 
people who have a podcast and say things to people in the community. We need to ensure that our modules are made in a way that are maintainable and approachable to others. And I want to, from here until next year, really work on getting more people to contribute, to communicate, to collaborate, because there's a, there's a lot of room for improvement, I see. What about you, Clayton? What is one thing from your extensive notes that stuck out the most? Uh, no, uh, I'd definitely say for uh, Matthew Douse with his, uh, how easy it is to actually use um, Azure Arc to actually manage your servers, like your hybrid environments. Like I didn't realize actually how simple it really was. Right. It sounds like a fancy thing, right? You said Arc? Yep. Azure resource configuration, I think is what it's called. Yep. Stands yeah. for. Literally, you just even make a script for you, you put it onto your you know local server, and it connects it right up, and they can control it right from there. So, you can push so, updates, everything. Last year is when they were kind of showcasing it for the first time, and we saw the Microsoft engineers say, here's what we have. So it's kind of cool. One year later, we have the community step in, and it's like, Here, now here's what I've done with it. All right. All right. It's just crazy what he's already done with it as well, so... All right, I've uh, been paying attention. What uh, classes you got tomorrow? Anything that uh, you're most excited for? To be honest, I have not looked at my classes tomorrow, so I'm I, I usually do that tomorrow at uh, lunch. So yeah, well, or at breakfast rather. Favorite talk so far from what you've seen? Uh, actually, Thomas Rayner's talk. Um, so I went into that thinking it was something. Like, a lot of people said they're thinking of something completely different, and it, it was basically uh, the topic said something about deleting code basically yeah. and it looked like an optimization talk but ended up being a, a really a talk about honestly being a mentor to other people and realizing that whether you know it or not you are a mentor and kind of tips that he has learned along the way to kind of help your teammates out and i took a lot away from that and kind of tried to change my thinking around how to how to approach certain things to help teammates and build them up. So I, you know, I really appreciated his kind of approach to it. And I thought it was a great talk. Nice. I, I'm, I like Thomas Rainer a lot. I wish I would have seen that talk because that sounds like it's up my alley. That happens every year. Oh. It's always, ah, uh, there's one I didn't get to, which for me last year, I missed code golf, but they redid it this Ooh, year. And guess who was there? <laughs> I was there with you, man. That was yeah. an awesome session. Kevin Marquette. It, it's I just interesting in his quest to make, the code as efficient as possible it makes it so you never want to put it in production but you learn more about the basics or the under under the hood of the commands yeah it's some real nerdy stuff i'll definitely <laughs> say that and and for those who have never heard of it golf is a game where you try and hit a ball into a hole in the fewest amount of hits okay and code golf jordan's laughing at me i'm sorry code <laughs> golf is basically you're trying to solve a coding problem in the fewest characters uh as possible and he went over some really advanced strategies for cutting down the number of characters in the code that you're writing. So did he do Fizzbuzz again? He did Fizzbuzz. He did on Fizzbuzz this time. A though. bunch of ones, prime number stuff. Gotcha. He also so he did Fizzbuzz last year. And he did it like 45 characters. And but, I actually about three weeks ago I watched that because I was like, I want to try this. And I was like blown away at all these like weird things that I've never seen before. And then now he's cut it down by additional three characters. Which yeah. doesn't sound like a lot, but like it's actually incredible. So. I followed along with every step of what he did. I cannot read the 42 characters. I don't know how that works. Yeah. I wanted to ask if like AI could help with that, telling you what code Chat does GPT? or how to make it more, more it efficient. Just, but just make up a module. Right. But, I mean, I've heard it's actually useful for like deobfuscation of PowerShell. Um, I've heard from some people mm. in security, but you know, I'm not trying to <laughs> make too many strong statements about that because they didn't say it on the record. So I won't either. So yep. I had an idea on this one. Yeah. 
What I need to do is build everything out as verbose as possible, make it a function, load the function into the tester, and then just type A. So it's one character, and it will run the whole thing, and I'll win. There you go. <laughs> Got it. <laughs> I, a. I would be shocked if they don't have blocks for that. Uh, they will <laughs> after you, you know. Be the reason that they have all these rules. But I talked to Kevin a little bit about some ideas to bring code golf to the community, right? To maybe some interesting ways for engagement, get people involved, learn new things. Maybe uh, we as podcast hosts need to start having some challenges every so often and maybe socialize them and see if we can't send some free t-shirts to people who are really good at coding. You got to switch over to Twitch stream and then. Oh, you're getting people? me on the Twitch stream. <laughs> no, no. Yeah, definitely no to the Twitch for me for now. YouTube is enough. Next week. Hey, you never know, man. One thing that I've really loved about this week, and I've seen it in y'all as well, is people are coming out of their shells. They're taking, like I say, their next step. They're doing what's right for them next. They're, they're feeling that comfort and feeling the belonging of the community where it's like, oh, I'm not the only one who's doing things that are a little challenging and scary for me. We're kind of, we're kind of all pushing ourselves and growing at the same time. It's pretty cool. It only took me five years. <laughs> hey, hey, it's a it marathon, not a race, man. Like yep. we say, don't compare yourself to anybody else. Just past you. And man, it sounds like what you just said. You're crushing it. <laughs> I, I followed the uh, unwritten rule of sit at a different table every meal to meet new people. Oh, nice. nice. I've been doing the same thing mostly. Yeah. So I've met a ton of new yeah. people. I met Kevin, your friend Kevin. He was oh, awesome. Kevin, dude Kevin is too. awesome, dude. Yeah, mm -hmm. We interviewed him yesterday. That's right. He got to the line before you. Yep. I got to finally meet Dave. Dave's Dave an awesome Carroll. dude. Oh, yeah. He is awesome, uh, Dave man. Yeah. He rocks. Yeah. It's a little bit busy here, and people are screaming in the background. It's a slightly distracting, but they're playing mini golf, so I don't blame them. I've hit a hole in one before too. It's it's pretty fun. That's just that's, see that he turns it into a brag. Yeah. I've hit a hole in one. <laughs> no so big humble. deal. <laughs> the time I hit eighteen hole in ones in a row <laughs> was it two weeks ago. The so, so, Andrew Ply is on the field. Oh, dude. We have forgot two people on the what have you guys learned today. We'll start with you, Andrew. Oh, what have we forgotten today? No, what, what have you do you learned today? You asked us, you put us yeah. on the spot. Yeah, I, I, we didn't even we even know that question. Wow, they're, so. they're putting it back on us. Yeah. Sure. Yep. Yep. Um, I would say, well, the first one that comes to mind is that you can save space in Code Golf for a new line. Instead of putting the new line character, just single quote uh, return key another quote it saves one character that's what i learned <laughs> no there were other things i learned as well discord bot um anthony howell the posh wolf hopefully we'll talk to him tonight put out a cool new module and had a talk on creating a serverless discord chat bot and i am a big discord guys the discord guy these days so i would like to maybe play around with that is that using azure functions it is using Azure Functions, yes. Very cool. Yeah, he made it a lot easier for us to start doing it because there's a lot of things that could prevent you from being successful. And he's done a good job at making that approachable. So I'm definitely going to go back to those slides and just copy paste it and save myself a ton of time and take all the credit. <laughs> just now, kidding. Is it, is it free with Azure Functions or is it uh, any, it's a little few bucks a like month? Minimal. Oh, okay. Yeah, he used it for hosting like a game server in Azure oh, wow. for his friends. And so he doesn't want to have it up all the time. So we created like a command to start the server 
Right. So anyone could start it. He doesn't have to like go to the side of his room and like turn on a computer. But yeah, we'll talk yeah. with him later. But cool smart. stuff. Jordan. Yeah. Now Jordan. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Uh, I learned about the new features coming out for uh, Crescendo, which they're talking about putting into general availability soon. Like you can get the the pre-release right now. But one of the things is when you're using the JSON uh, configuration file to define the parameters for the wrapper you can separate a certain thing. So like credentials, if you're using a native command where it has password and username in separate areas, you can separate that out within the function and it'll pull both out. So you can still fill out credentials for commands that have a non-standard uh, credential method. Yeah, we had an idea of creating our own crescendo module. We won't say any details so we don't commit ourselves, uh, but we've definitely had some interesting ideas of some collaboration and some new stuff we can do to grow and learn at PowerShell. A little hint on it? It's pretty damn quick. <laughs> no one's going to solve that mystery. Nope. It is an open-ended question <laughs> and answer. All right. Well, thank you for joining us. You're the first guest of the night. Yeah, that I makes can. you special. We're going to get you T-shirts unless you already have T-shirts and we're not getting you T-shirts. I gave him T-shirts. Then you're not getting jack. <laughs> Figures. Well, let's put it this way. We just earned our t-shirts by right, going exactly. on to the podcast. We, we had freebies initially, and now we've earned <laughs> right. them. We've yep. earned our keep. Yep. But All right. Well, you guys go, go party. Enjoy enjoy the mini golf. See if you can beat Andrew's one hole of one story. All right. I'll, I'll do it. You have one swing, win or lose. That's right. If you, it's so much easier. If you win, you get a free sticker oh. that I've already given you four of. <laughs> Each time I go up to you, I'm like, hey, have you guys got a sticker? They're like, uh, yeah, but uh, I, get, I could take one and I just hand it. Yeah, you're yep. taking that. Yep. Just kidding. My daughters be very happy. Yeah. <laughs> right, well, thanks for coming by. Thank thanks, you, guys. guys. Appreciate it. Welcome back to the PowerShell After Dark for the PowerShell podcast. We got two new guests. We've got Gordon. And you said you're from South Africa? Yes, that's correct. Hello, everyone. I'm yep. from South Africa. Yep. And Sam from the Isle of Man. Sam from the Isle of Man. Hey, it rhymes. There we go. Thanks, man. Do you like Sam or Samantha or Sammy? It's Sam or Sammy. It's okay. Samantha if I'm naughty when my mom shouts at me. Right. <laughs> yeah. All right. So you were excited to, when we were talking yesterday, to show where the Isle of Man was. And you, it's like a, I said 60,000 people? Uh, 85,000 people. 85,000. I'm sorry to uh, undercut close. your population. No, there. it's all good. It's about, uh, I think it's 11, mile, 11 miles wide by 33 miles wide. And where did you hear about PowerShell Summit? Um, it was myself and Gordon. It was our boss, Nino and Steve. We've got two bosses. That's oh. how we roll. Um, they said, how do you fancy this? And uh, I was pretty stoked. I didn't know much about uh, the conferences. I'm still quite new in this whole PowerShell biz. Uh, Gordo, you were all over it. Yeah, obviously, it was, it's basically a, a, had a call. And, and I've been wanting to come to the, the summit for about a few years now. It started about when, when I joined the, the company I'm at currently about 2018, 2019. That's when I first heard of it. And then I started watching a lot of YouTube channels and a lot of the content that was placed on uh, YouTube. And then I had everything pretty much set up that I'm going to jump on for the next one in like 20, 2019, 2020, sorry, in 2020. But that's when obviously the pandemic hit. So this has been on the back burner for a very long time. And then when my team leads basically said to me, hey, this conference is going, do you want to go? And it's like, I was mid coffee sip when, <laughs> when Nino said like, you know, you're going to go. And I could not get, damn, yeah, I'm going out, of, <laughs> out fast enough. So yeah, it's, it's been a dream come true. Like this, this, is, this has been one of the conferences I've been wanting to go on for so long. And it's like, I, I'll never forget when, when I landed at SeaTac 
And when I mentioned Sam and I said, listen, we, we're, we're finally here. It was surreal. Like I, I, I flew about, total travel time was about 31 hours from South Africa. And because uh, I flew, I had a connecting flight to Dubai, but I had a four, five hour layover. So no sleep at all. But it was like, we got here, we called an Uber, like got to the hotel, uh, met a few, one or two, um, one or two peeps at the, they were at the conference. And then from there, it's just, I, I, I don't it's even been a whole different world for yeah us. it's just it's been, been a whole different world it's like it's 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 awesome like meaning so much more people the vibe like is next level like just the, yes. the vibe with everyone everyone's I guess I've met so much new people and from all around the world it is absolutely amazing it it's kind of makes me feel like uh, we're not alone I mean I'm not to say that we feel alone at at work it's more of there's other people with the same problems that we're having you know, I can't believe that I didn't chat to people. I didn't I didn't realize that there was such a big PowerShell community. You know, it's not until I discovered you guys uh, about a month ago. The and podcast? Then, say again, sorry? The podcast, you mean? The podcast, okay. absolutely. Yeah, I was, um, you know, when I try and tell myself to go on the treadmill, I always listen to a podcast. And obviously, as our bosses told us to, you know, we're going to this conference, I hit, pow I hit PowerShell in Spotify and you guys were the top hit. So you must be doing something right. So Thanks. happy days. Thank you, um, Stephanie. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, yeah, I uh, started listening and within the first few episodes, you guys were just preaching the, the PowerShell community and how great it is, you know, where the community, um, yeah, joined on Discord, scouting out Slack now and yeah, it's been awesome. Such yeah, a big place I, to go. I started my automation like quite a while, especially on Bash. Like I used to automate a lot of Bash and uh, Ansible and uh, very, very great community, but I really love the PowerShell community, especially online forums. And uh, a lot of the, the, the community also mentioned this, uh, this uh, summit as well. And that also just added to the hop, just uh, just from the actual community, online community. So yeah, big shout out to the online community. The guys are awesome. Yeah, it's cool. We talked to a bunch of people where they, they came into this, they heard of Summit, they heard it was great. They heard, oh, it's so welcoming and kind and stuff like that. But until you really feel it and go through it, you're like, oh, wow, this is real. Yeah. And then, you know, the next year you kind of pick up where you left off and maybe jump into things a little sooner. It's pretty awesome and it's being here like you said the energy and the vibe it is electric yes i, I, I sat outside the community for i want to say seven eight years i i always admired it from the outside but i wasn't comfortable jumping in and that's kind of why the podcast came to be it's like well I, I, haven't, I haven't taken part but i love it so i can talk about it and then we need andrew because andrew has all of the skills <laughs> Some of the skills. <laughs> I'm good at asking people to do our podcast. I'm really good at asking lots of people. And some of them even say yes. So thank you to the ones that do. Oh, yeah. And, and you know what? We got to give some uh, love to Jordan because, you know, we're all Gordon and Samantha, Sammy listen to the podcast. We got to shout out Jordan right now, man. Uh, you mentioned being an outsider, not contributing. And in some ways, you know, it probably felt like that. But I can say as I was an outsider to your content, watching you in the distance, man, Aww. and I learned a bunch from you back in the day. So maybe you weren't like hands on contributing, like adding the people in the PowerShell world, but you were creating tons of content to create people in the PowerShell world like me. And here we are today, dude, at PowerShell Summit, where we met five years ago. I laid the seed for the coattails I could latch on to. I mean, it sounds like you're running the ship. We're following <laughs> you, man. So who found each other first? Did you like go to them and said hi, like I did to you guys or? Oh, the story. <laughs> How did I so, first meet Jordan? In 2018, I was here with my boss at the time who mentored me. And he's the one, he'd been doing PowerShell content a lot longer than I had. And we were at the Seattle airport 
uh, getting into a car, and Andrew goes driving by, hanging out the window. As uh, you do. Yeah, just yelling, uh, Chris Powell, who's my boss? I I love you. And I look around like, I guess I'm nobody. Bless. <laughs> <laughs> oh, well, it's honestly a similar dynamic to what we have now, where it's like, yeah, I watch your stuff, but he was the... It's Chris. And, and I think, honestly, at the time when you picked it up, you were just starting. Yeah. The I, next year, in 2019, when I didn't get to meet you, you were doing a lot more PowerShell stuff and a lot more prominent. But that's, that's how I got interested in Andrew, was some guy hanging out a car at the airport, screaming. That's what be a phenomenon guy. <laughs> See, I know Andrew's the guy who lost his coffee. But it's oh. good to know that he's the guy that also hangs out the car window as well. As, as Happy we days. Do. Yep. So, where? What have you been learning lately? Anything that kind of stands out over the week that you've seen? Maybe a different uh, module, maybe a different approach to things. What's up, Gordon? What you been seeing? So, one of the things that really that really stood out for me is the. I didn't even know about Cloud Shell. I learned oh, quite wow. a bit about that about the new Cloud Shell that's coming up. That was like, really nice. The whole. The, the access you have, everything, and the, the management you have in Azure, and just the like, I'm I'm a big Terraform fanatic as well, and just the one of the things that I, that during the Lightning demos are part of the summit. So was the one demo that the one gentleman did about the what he did on the Terraform overcoming the different um, troubles that he had. Well, I wouldn't say troubles. It's more of the what Terraform couldn't do and what he added to the functionalities. So it's it's nice to see that there's so many different aspects on how things can be done and just how they actually engineer it that, and actually bring the solutions into their day-to-day -day workflow. And just the, I mean, the one thing that really stood out for us as well is the the Ansible stuff that- uh, It was Josh King's yes, Ansible stuff yes. today. Oh. One of, one of that his, guy. The, he, phenomenal, phenomenal. He knows uh, his stuff. I think yeah. we, we were sat in here and obviously, you know, you want to be polite. You don't want to be talking to people when they're doing their presentations. And like we were bursting at the end just to kind of talk about what we can do ourselves and what we can actually do to our stuff and, you know, hinge off it. So yeah, yeah. big shout out to Josh King. He knows his stuff. Oh, I love to hear that. That, that Josh is Andrew's King, first mentor. My oh. first mentor. He's done so right by me. I met him also five years ago. Uh, you know, he worked on the Burnt Toast module and did a lot of public stuff back then, a lot of blogging. He would do live streams, and I would wake up at 4 a.m. to watch him code PowerShell oh, and, and write how to create a secret Santa helper for Christmas using PowerShell, and it was just blowing my mind. And to see him again now, you know, he comes from New Zealand, very long flight as well. I think we're going to hopefully interview him, but it's really cool to hear that, oh, you know, like we know he's, I, he's a real professional. I chatted to Josh before, uh, and I asked him if he was from Australia. And I, well, I just walked myself out the door at that point. Uh -oh. Yeah, I messed up. <laughs> Oops. The nice thing about being American is I don't understand the tension. So I can just say it and ignore the, that he's upset. Just smile and wave. That's right. You're all safe. Absolutely. That was one thing I was saying to you guys before as well, like being here. So I, with my PowerShell career, I'm, you know, I'm at a stage where I can, you know, I can grasp a lot of what's going on. I can read a lot, but I'm still learning to be a bit more confident to actually just freely write stuff. Um, but my... My the way I work right now is that I try and do stuff, and then when I when I have a problem, I will go and Google it, search it, see what's going on, on YouTube, and obviously now I've got a lot more people to follow, so that's pretty cool. Whereas coming to this conference, I'm in a position now where I learn stuff that I didn't know existed. So rather than me waiting for the problem to come out, I now know, oh shit, yeah, I can actually, you know, hinge off that and actually do something. Like not to just you know, not just because you sat there, Andrew, but your your demo on the TUI the other day. I didn't know that was a thing. Like, I think I did. I think I've seen people use it and thought, man, they must be super cool at what they do. But now I know what it is. And I didn't know to Google it. I didn't know to search right. for it, you know, so it's eye-opening. I know exactly what you mean. I think we talk about it sometimes. It's like kind of 
by going to conferences and seeing other people do different things, just in one talk, you don't learn everything about it, but it paints a picture in your mind just where your brain moment. can go to a new place. Oh, this exists. Oh, this problem can be solved in this way. Um, so it's like, really, really helpful stuff. Especially the live code demos. Uh, there was a quite a bit of uh, sessions that uh, the presenters actually did live code writing. And the nice thing is that it's when the code was hit F5 to run, Error 405. And that was it's just, um, just the, the Stevens the, from Chocolatey. Yes, the, from yeah, Chocolatey, yeah. The community we were showing out, try this, do this last year. Yeah, that. It, it, was was a, it was a massive engagement from yeah. the from the presenter as also the attendees to actually, okay, let's try get, you know, to get let's the get demo working. working. And it's just, it's, it's just goes to show that the involvement with everyone, it, it was fun just to, to try actually get just them. Just to book in. Yeah. And there's no hard feelings about people shouting out as well. You know, there's oh. none of this, you know, class, please be quiet. You may not speak. It was very, everyone's dead chill and open. Obviously within reason, you don't want to be heckling the guy. Yeah. yeah, it was pretty cool to see that. It's not something that I'm familiar with, but then I don't go to many conferences, you know. Hopefully this is one of many that I get to go in my life, so uh, can't wait. Well, just right, right around the corner from you in a couple months, you got PowerShell EU. Thanks for the heads up. Yeah, yeah PSConf you know, listening. Wink, wink. <laughs> but that, that is one where when we talk to guests that attend both, you can't get a definitive on which one they prefer. Ooh. So it's a very similar feel. As I understand, I've never been, but it's a very similar feel to this one. Okay. And I would love it one time. Yeah, I think that you still have the awesome openness and kindness and just that special thing that the PowerShell community has. But other things about it, the flavor are just different, right? I mean, it's like uh, we can all like different things. Yep. It's the same but different. Yeah, you can't. Maybe you exactly, just can't compare right. them. You know, you can't compare apples and oranges. Right. It's all good. Both awesome, right? If you get the opportunity to attend, highly recommend. I don't think most people are in a situation where they get to choose between them. It's like a matter of opportunity. And how lucky are we to have PowerShell conferences going on in multiple places around the world? I'd like to see more. I'd like to see more. Every continent. More. Maybe we should have one in South Africa. Wink, wink, and Ooh. get yeah. some more folks down. You know. Yeah, that would be awesome. Yeah. Maybe that you should guys awesome. spearhead that. Hey? Would, hey. you guys, would you guys come down to South Africa, take the trip? I would try. I mean, I'd make the case. We could ask for permission. My boss is listening. He's smiling right now. <laughs> Not only is he listening, he's going to be editing this. Oh, you know what? It looks like there's 300 people watching us record this right now with money in their hands. I think it might be a good idea. <laughs> uh. <laughs> oh, they're waving it at us. <laughs> no, it's uh, The PowerShell EU is one that definitely I'd like to someday, but it's... I mean, it, it's a hard time. I mean, you, you spent 31 hours on a plane yeah. to come to this one. Correct. It's awesome you made it, but it's a it's an undertaking. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but I hope one day, one day I'll make it without Andrew. Without Andrew, yeah, leave Andrew. I'll, I'll join via FaceTime. <laughs> hey, here's Andrew. <laughs> that feels like role reversal, where you plug right in and you're comfortable wherever you go. Yeah. <laughs> I just find my little vibe and ride it out. <laughs> but what have you thought about the after hours activities? Like, has it been? Unexpected and awesome. Yeah, I find a lot of the, a lot of the, the, the fun stuff when it actually begins, the next day, it's just next, it's next level. Because the moment you walk into that conference, the same guys you just had a lot of fun with the night had before. Had a few drinks. Had a few drinks with, they literally at your table saying, how awesome was last night? What are you doing tonight? Let's make this makes play again. Let's 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 look at that uh, the challenge we did last night. Let's do that again. Heard this pool tonight. Let's have a game. Yeah, the evening sessions. Obviously, you know you can chat to folks after the 
the sessions during the day, but people want to get to their next things that they want to watch. Yeah. Um, they've got stuff rattling around their head, whereas in the evening we've had we've taken time to chat to other people in a yeah. bit more in depth, obviously chatting to you guys as well. So social sessions definitely worth it and you know it's the same folks that we've seen during the day so everyone gets to hang out and chat to each other it's a very yeah, nice really icebreaker as well i mean like i mean the day one obviously you know we new, no one. new faces you don't know anyone yeah. the moment that social hits moment lunchtime it's moments of social hits that's when everyone's on a name-to-name -name basis yeah. everyone's ready to rock and roll and yeah it's like i i cannot believe tomorrow is like this thursday it's like it's gone fast. It's, been very it's, fast. it's gone way too fast. Definitely. Like it's, yeah. I am having a harder time wake up every day. Like each day is a little bit more difficult to wake up and yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Are you guys been staying up like? I mean, uh, midnight. So I'm getting almost eight hours of sleep. But the thing about being in the same hotel as the event is I can wake up at 8.40 and be downstairs showered by nine. Ready for the sweet. first session. And I don't usually eat a bunch of breakfast anyways, so... I, I enjoy it. I love being in the same hotel as the conference. It's very nice. That, that's new within the last, I think, three. That's like working from home. Yeah. Right? We, we work from home while we're here for a week. Conference well, we, from home. We yeah. picked this hotel. Like, we had the option to pick anything, but we both picked this one because we weren't really yeah. sure. I mean, it's my first time in the USA. It's Gordo. It's your first time in the USA. Yep, my first time, yeah. We didn't want the opportunity to be that person that gets lost and doesn't know where, the, where to go. So I think it yeah. would have been fun. Like, getting, getting lost in the big city is it's, it's fun. It's like a team building. It's like... Just Uber yeah. everywhere. Just ask the Uber guy. Yeah. I'm fine. Yeah. We don't have Uber back home for me, so it's a novelty to use it. Right. Yeah, the, the hotel is also very amazing, especially like the like the, the whole vibe and everything. Like the, I've never heard a hotel booming with like chitter chatter about awesome tech. Like everywhere <laughs> oh, everywhere you walk, every corridor is like someone's talking about this, a new topic. It's just... I must admit, it's a good, good thing having these like name badges on because I know you know who's who i know who's part of the conference you can just strike up a conversation yeah i mean i think i stroke up a stroke up a conversation with you in the lift the other day andrew before i clicked on I was, hey, man. yeah yeah sorry about that but how many no! times how many times <laughs> how many times have you been late for a con uh, for like a session just because you're stuck in the hallway not stuck in the hallway but you you're so deep in a conversation about like Absolutely. something that's really awesome that's happening and you're like oh damn i'm five minutes late for my session that's why you've been late don't be <laughs> my, my time management is impeccable, so I don't uh, understand what you're going through with in that one. Yeah, me too. The guy who like refills his coffee three times right before the show starts is really good at time management and project management. Is not totally like a slight madman uh, who can hyperfocus really well. But yeah, man, thanks for the compliment. I like I like how. Uh... We're, d we're different waves. I feel like I'm always moving slowly through the crowd and you're just running circles around me. Sometimes, man. It's funny to <laughs> feel my energy. It's like sometimes I'm really tired and then all of a sudden I see like enough people and like, oh, yeah, it's PowerShell time. These <laughs> yeah. are my people. Let's go. Uh, and it's so great because it's not just, you know, I've definitely experienced the conference for the first time and the second time and, and gone through that. But now to be on the point where like, I'm seeing other people's first times. And like you all are mentioning how awesome that experience is. Cause I relate to that. Yeah. I know what it feels like the first time you're like, wait, this is a real thing. It changed my perspective of what I expected kind of from my career, from the communities I was part of. And it's awesome to be able to see that in others. The only downside where this is your first summit. Oh yeah. You're going to go to other conventions. You're going to be like, what the hell is this? <laughs> yeah. What's going on here? I think this is the defect. This is like the. We've gone for the big the ones, straight, haven't we? I mean, yeah, we I think this is like the baseline. This. Yeah. We've got quite a big team on our side, so uh, we're going to be encouraging the rest of our teammates to like take it in turns to go to various conferences throughout the year. So I hope the rest of the team get to go through this over the next few years. 
So nice. be good for them to see. Sounds like there might be room for an internal PowerShell user group where you work. Just yeah. saying. A little something, maybe a weekly meetup, maybe every other week. Who knows? I'm just throwing things out here. In South Africa, yeah. <laughs> That's a good idea, yeah. actually. I, I mean, I was thinking South Africa or virtual. A lot of places do virtual, maybe a hybrid element where there's some people in person, some virtual. Absolutely. All right, well, I, we don't want to take the entire party from you guys, but we appreciate you coming and talk to us. Uh, it's been awesome to meet you guys. Yeah. Sammy, it's Gordon. Cool to have you guys. Yeah. Heck yeah. Thank you for listening. It's been a pleasure. Thank you very much. What a fun week so far. Great to meet you. Friends of the podcast. Yep. Awesome. <laughs> Thanks, guys. Thank you. Welcome back to PowerShell After Dark on the PowerShell Podcast. We have brought in a new extra special guest. Uh, we got Scott. Hi. <laughs> Thanks for having me. Extra special, huh? And let's extra know, special. because I love your name and I may say it out loud, are you going anonymous on this interview or are you exposing your um, true identity? Listen, I'm out there, so okay, yeah. <laughs> okay, Good. Are you are you giving up last names now? I mean, do you, you can not? Give up I mean, you do name. for other people, right? I, mean, I do. I definitely do. But you never know at a bar at nighttime. I don't want to think that people. I'm fine. It's, gonna... it's fine. <laughs> awesome. Well, Scott Lamont. Lamont. Yes. Like lemonade, but not without lemonade. the a. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Love it. All right. So we we met on day one of the summit. Yes. At, at the table. I I recognized Jordan's name on his his name tag. <laughs> I'm 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 very recognizable. J Dog Hambone? <laughs> <laughs> I actually have documents at work with that. <laughs> oh man. Not my documents. Yep. Yeah, so you no. said this was your first summit? Yes, first summit. Is this what you expected it to be or where where where's it fall on based on expectations versus reality? It, it exceeded my expectations. That, that's a common theme. Yes. <laughs> um specifically the just the community and how embracing they are. And, you know, everything you guys have, I've heard on the podcast, um, I was hoping, you know, for that experience and it, I, I am not disappointed. Can, can you imagine if this year it bombed and everyone's like, those guys are full of shit. <laughs> Blame yeah. us. I mean, it's funny, you know, for people who are listening who are not seeing us this week, we're not telling our guests to say this. It just so happens that it really is that good that everyone feels the same way that we've talked to. I mean, they share that same sentiment of like, wow, I kind of thought it'd be really cool and a great event and whatnot. But when you get to experience it, at least for me, my first time, it was a once in a lifetime. Like I'd never been in such a supportive group of people. And one thing that I commented on was how people are just allowed to be themselves. You're exactly right. I think that's, and I think for this, you know, this group of people, that's, that's, that's a big deal. And I think not to rant too much about it, but I think that it speaks to how when you empower people, they can do amazing things. And I think when you look at the PowerShell community, it's a great example of that. When you take care of people, push them up, they can do great things. And uh, I think that we all benefit from it in a lot of different ways. But my favorite way is it just feels good. It's just fun. Yeah. Having it, a great time. Yeah, there's yeah. a lot of business and productivity improvements and stuff like that that comes from it. But like as a human, it's really nice to feel like you you belong and you're amongst others and, and all that kind of great human stuff. So you've we're what we're seventy five percent of the way through summit. What's your favorite session so far? Um I would say okay, it's actually tied. Okay. Uh, and I'm not i I'm not saying I'm not you know, I mean this honestly. Um uh there was was it Stevie Coaster's API yeah. Uh, presentation. Yep. Vault, and Vault the, Digger always crushes it. Yes. Um, 
and uh, Andrew's, you know, your code's fine, but how are you doing? Yeah, thanks, man. That, that was a I, good talk. Yeah, that was, um, I wasn't sure what to expect from that, but I, I liked it. Honestly, same. It was our first time giving it, but it was really cool to have it be well-received. And even just to be accepted at all is a great sign of like, okay, people are trying to talk about uh, more personal things. That's a great sign. But then to have it be so successful where like people are at the end, we went 10 minutes over from talking yeah. and questions in a community engagement. That wasn't, I've, I felt that like could have, that could have been a 90 minute. I think it could have been two. I think it yeah. could have been two. So it sounds to me like you need to submit it for 90 minute next year. Um, for next year, we might hear. To be honest, we've already submitted it for PowerShell on the River. Uh, James Petty, for listening to this, wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We've submitted it. <laughs> so I, I heard that was a good one. And if you listen to Dave Carroll when we interviewed him on the podcast. Yeah, I, I did hear that. Yes. Yeah, a lot of the stuff that I think they touched on in there was it was clear he's passionate about it going into Summit. So it's, yeah. it's glad it translated. Yeah. I mean, love Dave. It was my first time meeting him in real, oh, second time meeting him in real life. First time for him to be at a PowerShell Summit. What a fun week. What a fun time to meet a lot of people you've only met online in person. Like there's a lot of people I've been talking with and I knew them on a kind of personal level this week. And then I realized that it's the same Mike from Twitter. Oh, it's that Mike. Your profile picture is not your face, but wow, I've been watching your stuff for literal years. And you know, I, just to make all those connections and the human aspect of it, to be in person. Oh my gosh. As I said before, electric. Yeah, and I would highly, highly recommend coming if you've been thinking about it. Agreed. It's a very special event where there's so many experts that it feels uh, like when a, a good talk happens here, it changes the status quo at times, right? Microsoft, they announced a new module and they released it around presenting here. Right, that is going to have an impact on the community. There's talks like what uh, J. Cole or Joel Bennett gave earlier today about making shareable code and best practices that I, I'm pretty sure is going to get a lot of views and be very used because I need to watch that. Oh, it's a good one. It's worth rewatching, to be honest. There's a lot uh, that comes at you quick, but there are not many people who've used PowerShell as deep as J. Cole has. Yeah, it's uh, a lot of the stuff is similar things with making a module. Like things like make sure documentation's on point, have good help documentation, make sure other modules can work with it. It's uh, like a lot of his touch points were common themes for that, but he just hit a different level where he'd go and showcase it based on modules he made where he could showcase and here's why I do this, which was kind of an, his unique take. A lot of good practices I need to implement. I actually found out that there's a new statement in PowerShell 7.3 that I didn't know about before. We'll have to talk to somebody from the PowerShell team about that because I'm not prepared to teach our audience about it because I just learned about it today. Well, what is the statement? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Put me on the spot again, mister. Yeah. I don't know. I think it's like clear. Clear? I think it might have been that it was clear. So it's like begin, process, end, and then clear. Okay. Um, but yeah, we'll have to talk to somebody from Microsoft. Not me. It came out in 7.3, okay? It's good stuff. Now people are going to scramble to read it. So, Scott, did you get yourself a PowerShell podcast t-shirt yet? I did. Good. Thank you very much. Uh, good. I, I gave it a lot of them. Now, I want to ask you, what's the, the best thing you've learned so far? Or what's kind of changed your perspective or given you something to look up? Maybe something you didn't think of before. Are you using APIs already before Stevie's talk? Are you using Invoke REST yes. method a lot? Yes. Okay. I, that's, I do that. Um, I would say that's probably about half of my work in PowerShell. Nice. So I dig that. Um, Can I push further in Invoke REST method? 
What was that? So you said about half your job. Yes. Are you consuming modules or are you just going uh, like calling straight up to the URLs? Um, both. Okay. Um, I think both the API talks have given me a lot to think about. Um, I, I need to write, create APIs as well as, um, you know, consume them. And it, I'm going to have to work with other groups within the company to, to get this done so that, uh, that, that was something I had not really think, thought, I had not thought about being able to automatically generate those. those oh yeah. Yeah. Um, and not have to, you know, manually, you know, go in and create that all that the module. Yeah, manual is a dirty word around here. It is. It is. Yes, automate it all when you can. And I believe I didn't see the talks, but I believe you're probably referring to Swagger, like yeah, uh, sw from Swagger to PowerShell, uh, PowerShell module. module. Yeah. yeah. So Swagger is a way to kind of define what you can expect inside of an API, and if you have that. You know, some people wrote some stuff so you can create a PowerShell module out of it. Yeah. Which kind of makes sense, but pretty cool stuff. Yeah. No, th those those were the most applicable to what I do in my day-to-day -day job. And can you imagine trying to do it without having, like, a talk? Like, you're going to implement a new technology. For me, I often look at a talk because you can find out the pitfalls. You can find out the traps. You can find out the code that you can copy and paste or the things you actually just need to do to get up and running. And a 45-minute talk on a topic that you're exploring could save you dozens of hours. Not kidding. It's unlikely that you have an expert at everything in your work. So being able to rely on talks and get kind of informed for free, yeah. like these talks are going to be on YouTube. Oh, love to be a part of it. Yes. When you ju you just said that you know you don't always have an expert at work, um, I as I've heard so many people say like I'm the PowerShell guy. So if I don't know it, there's I have no one to go to, and um, it being able to join the community and get involved in the community like that's I mean selfishly that's you know was you know uh, was uh, my goal. Uh, I need. I need a I need a code review. I need somebody to review my code. That's how I keep looking at it, and right. I'm, I'm hoping to be able to you know contribute to a project or something where I can have somebody be like, okay, you've done this wrong, and because uh, that's the only way I'm gonna grow and get better at this. I can tell you in my experience, and I know I've talked about it on the podcast, but working one on one with people and like coding hands-on and watching how they do things and being able to ask a question that I kind of already know the answer to, but let's just make sure. Because yeah. in IT, a lot of times we have to kind of make assumptions based on previous knowledge and being able to confirm with an actual expert is so helpful. I think that definitely getting involved, putting your stuff out there, making new connections, being knowing people who you can ask for help now. Yes. Right? And feel comfortable like, oh, that's that's my friend. Mm -hmm. I love that person. Yeah, and it's, it's definitely, if nothing else, join the Discord out of here. The Discord? Yeah, because the help there is great, and even even now, uh, hopefully everyone's comfortable just going to ask questions anyway. But having some ends with uh, knowing some of the people makes it a little bit easier to reach yeah. out. Yeah, yeah, and if you're listening to this and not at Summit, that's aka.ms/psdiscord if you want to join the PowerShell Discord. Look at that, off the top of your head. Yeah, is that going to be in the link? That's going <laughs> to be in the show notes, maybe. Kelly, hello. <laughs> yeah. We're we're not doing show notes from I mean, come on, aka.ms slash ps slack. Just type it in, ladies and gentlemen, please. 
I think I think Kelly can add it. I believe in him. Maybe. I mean, we're giving him like 20 interviews. Yeah, just deal with it. Just add this one on top. Thank you. Yeah, but each interview is so compelling that it's not even oh like he's it's not even has to listen. It is. A, it is a treat. It doesn't get any better than this, man. <laughs> is this going to make the cut? <laughs> is this going to make the cut? We never know. We never, we never know. know. <laughs> Do we check? No, we roll with it. Anytime we shill for Kelly, it's a good day. I'm still waiting for the time that I'm just going to reference something that got cut out because I'll have no idea. Yep. Yep. You're going to talk about it in conversation. Nobody's going to know. All right, man. Scott, when you go home, what's the one takeaway like that you've kind of taken from the conference so far? Is it, I want to get more involved in the community? Is it, I, I need wanna, to look at this technology? I, I need to get more involved in the community. I'm, I'm think I, uh, I've got a, a six-year-old daughter, so I my time is limited. But I'm already trying to figure out what what I can do. You know, awesome. I was I was talking to Jordan earlier. I was like, if I if I can pull off a blog, I want it to be, you know, like you know somebody you know awkwardly wading into the the PowerShell community. Like that's what I of, did. You know, document my experience. Exactly. Definitely. And then you know what the beautiful thing about it is? I had a similar kind of thought whenever I got started. I was like, all right, this stuff might suck. It might be cringe. Let's just get, let's just do it. Yeah, I'm going to try and do my best, but like it might suck and that's okay. And now years later, I'm so happy I took those first steps because I gave myself the opportunity to grow. And now, yeah, I definitely still do cringe stuff and still probably embarrass myself in certain ways. But um, I'm so thankful that I've taken the little steps to where I, I'm in an okay place to be able to do that kind of stuff. Um, so one thing Andrew did a lot when he was first starting with content is he wasn't always sure of his PowerShell, so he'd reach out to an expert. I think in your case, it was Josh King. Yeah. So he just had someone basically, hey, read over this and make sure I'm not way off base. And it gives you a little bit more confidence going forward. And plus, another set of eyes never hurts. And, and congratulations, Scott. You're on that list, man. Hit us up whenever you want. We'll give you a code Thank review, you. a little chit chat. Thank you. I appreciate it. Friend of the podcast, as I like to say. Yeah. I love to say it. Okay. It's a little too Thank much, you. but your, uh, your t-shirt is the ticket. <laughs> the t-shirt. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Every time we video chat, I just, uh, just please be wearing it. Okay. I will not be mentioning this again. Okay. I, you know, I think you guys Kidding. do a great job. Thank you, by the oh, way. Oh, thanks. You know. Thank you for some time to talk it's, to It's us. nice to hear, you know, I appreciate it. other people are in the same situation. <laughs> Everyone has gone through the first steps. Yeah, It's so cool to be able to see all the people who are like, you know, we're all different, mm -hmm. but we're all the same. Mm -hmm. And in so many ways, and to be able to be amongst the, what I like to think of like different versions of me, sort of, like mm -hmm. different lives, different whole bunch of stuff, but really similar experiences. And yep. be able to share those and feel like we belong. Doesn't get any better than that for me. I'm a people person, apparently. <laughs> I love that stuff. Who knew? Oh, wait. <laughs> uh, oh, wait. Gosh. All right. Well, thank you for taking time to talk to us. Okay, thank fantastic. you for having me. It's wonderful to meet you. Welcome to your first thanks. summit. Thanks. Hopefully, I'll be back next year. Heck right. yeah. Thanks for listening to the PowerShell Podcast with your hosts, Jordan Hammond and Andrew Plough. Two kinds of flavor, two kinds of crunch. The PowerShell Podcast is a production of PDQ.com, making device management simple, secure, and pretty damn quick.